on me. Welcome to Coffee Conversation and Book Talks with Sandy. I am super excited to have you on with me this evening. I have been anticipating this conversation with this amazing lady, and we are excited anticipating you, for you coming and being a part of our audience, continually supporting the Coffee Conversation and Book Talks with Sandy platform and podcast. We are a part of the CTR Media Network, and this network allows podcasters to be able to share all throughout many viewers. And we are currently viewing over 350 million viewers worldwide and uh, over 100 countries globally. And so we're very excited to be a part of the CTR Media Network. And tonight we are going to be talking with uh, an author that has come through and she has actually showcased her book on our platform before. And I'm super excited to have her on again tonight because she's about to release her volume two in 2024. So we want to get you all ready for um, a great conversation. Just come on in and join us in this conversation. Share it out with, um, I always tell y'all, drop it out about five people, okay? Because this is a conversation you definitely don't want to miss. And without further ado, we are going to go ahead and bring on our tonight's guest. It is none other than Dr. Kenyatta Powers Rucker. Hello, how you doing? Hello, hello, hello. I'm going to take that doctor. I'm going to take it and I'm going to take it. <laughs> You know what? I really okay. Yeah, we we're gonna we're gonna speak that prophetically. Okay. And yes, indeed. But yes, Kenyatta Powers Rucker. She is known in the area and the field of tech, but she's also a coach. So, uh, yes. Yeah, so, how you been? It's been a minute. It's been wonderful. So I'm just excited about this endeavor with this book, but I am doing absolutely wonderful. Yes, you came through um, a little over a year ago, and we talked about this book and this book here that we're at Ladies in Tech and Sharing Experts for Successful Careers. So come on and let's pick up on the that part, and then we'll share a little bit about who you are. Absolutely. So when we were here before, we were actually talking about volume one. And volume one um, launched launched in um, May of this year. So this book is actually volume two. Volume one was sharing expertise for a successful career that launched. We made uh, Amazon bestseller and, and number one in several different categories. And I just 
enjoyed the process so much and enjoyed the outcome and all of the positive remarks from all we've had from volume one that I wanted to move forward um, fairly quickly with um, volume two. Volume two is changing um, the face of technology. Ladies in tech changing the face of technology. So that is a based on really thinking about changing the face of technology. When people think about technology, the biggest thing they think about is, is males being in the industry because it's a male-dominated industry. Right. So, um, so we try to thinking about now of how we can actually not just make women in uh-huh. technology as a part of the norm. Why not? Yeah, definitely. And we had this discussion and you kind of broke the ice. Um, I want to make sure I'm not on mute there. Yeah. So you kind of broke the ice for us and you brought us into your world. Those of you that are tuning in tonight, we are with Kenyatta, um, Kenyatta Powers Rucker, who is, let me just kind of share the phenomenal person who she is. One thing I know, she's humble humble in spirit, love the Lord, and have achieved, uh, have definitely made some amazing achievements in her career. Um, Just, y'all bear with me here just a little bit. She is known the lady in tech, okay? She is Chief Informational Officer, 25 years of technology and leadership experience. She is a leadership coach, a keynote speaker, five-time best-selling author, visionary author of the book we just talked about, Ladies in Tech Book Anthology Project. As she mentioned, it went number one in various, in several categories. In 2021, uh, technical.lie CTO of the year, uh, featured in several articles and magazines, which I've seen her in print, as We've seen her on that speaking stage, finalists in Women in Tech Leadership Awards, and um, want to give kudos to one of your coaches and you at SpeakerCon with the phenomenal, yes, uh, Cheryl, Dr. Cheryl Wood, uh, definitely gracing her stage and her academy. Tell us how important it is um, to have been a part of the speaking world, not just being as a coach and being in your in your field, but you tapped into the speaking, uh, getting on stage and speaking because opportunities. Once COVID was over and we came out from behind these behind what you and I are doing, <laughs> again, um, the world of speaking is continuing to be a opportunity for individuals. Come on, let's start right there. Yes, so it uh, being a um, leader and mostly any type of profession, you're thinking, you know, speaking is a very big part of that leadership role, mm-hmm. and also being a coach is being a big speak. Uh, uh, um, speaking is a big part of that role as well. So I wanted to make sure that I enhance my speaking abilities, right? And wanting to find one of the best coaches around as it relates to... And that she is. Yes. (laughs) And I found myself at several of her events and um, found opportunities for being her mastermind and then being able to participate in her um, speech, uh, um, speaking classes. So I just... um, Definitely took upon that opportunity to be coached by one of the best, Dr. Yeah. Cheryl Wood. 
So, um, but yes, I have um, gained a lot of perspective, especially around the speaker community. Um, gained um, some, uh, uh, we actually uh, won the uh, Etsy award from um, Dr. Cheryl. So there was a lot of fantastic, also became a best-selling author within one of her books during this whole yeah. process. Mm -hmm. So it has been, um, and I have absolutely learned so much from being there um, and not just speaking, but some even from a business, from a business standpoint as well. Correct. So yeah. It has, it has been um, definitely a, a year, a journey. And so of course I couldn't let it end there. So here I am still, uh, <laughs> In her in her world of yeah, um, coaching, yeah. now I'll be coaching some of her other classes um, as a team leader oh, and some awesome. of her other classes. So, yeah, so still uh, staying connected in the GSU community. And offering and that's and like you said, it's the layers and offering opportunities. It's not mm -hmm. an academy. And so it's uh, somewhat of a buffet, lack of a better word, that mm -hmm. you can um, expand on what you want to do and how you can impact the world and that's what's so important you all that are tuning in i do need you to drop those names i'm going to be doing some sharing put those names in the chat we want you to touch out and reach out to some folks so because we have the phenomenal kenyatta powers rucker on with us tonight and she is known as the lady in tech and we're going to be talking about the book that is the volume two, Ladies in Tech. And this one here is on changing the face of technology. Am I, do I have that? Perfect? Absolutely. That's yeah. correct. So changing the face, you first introduced us to um, the sharing of expertise. And you had some phenomenal women that were a part of this book. Give us an example of some of the women that partake that partook in the uh first the first volume. Wow. So the first volume had a total of, of 20, 20 ladies. Mm -hmm. And we actually, my most seasoned author was um Miss Dorothy. She was 83 years old. And she shared with us um, uh, all of the, you know, she started tech. She was one of those ones where we stood on on her shoulders, right? Yeah. And she started tech many, 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 many years ago. And she shared uh -huh. so many different stories and, and, and so much level of encouragement of how she was in tech and things that she went through and some encouragement about for us as we continued. But we had almost about 400 years of experience in volume wow. one. So it was definitely um, my my first book as being a visionary author. Yeah, definitely um, very successful. We had so many different phenomenal topics of um, salary negotiation and how to interview properly and um, some tips on imposter syndrome and how to handle imposter syndrome, some leadership guidance, networking, mentoring. It was a lot of different, um, different topics, of some wonderful topics that, of course, we as women, we go through sometimes in a male-dominated field and sometimes not even just being in a male-dominated field, but being a woman in a workplace, period. Yeah. So some of these things was just very, very helpful and tips and guidance and um, different um, endeavors of how to manage yourself in the workplace. I must have missed Miss Dorothy because 
I must have missed her because I have the book and I actually went ahead and went back in my Kindle. I said, hold up, wait a minute. I need to go mm -hmm. back and find what, uh, listen, okay, so that's going to cause me, you all, to pull the book out. <laughs> sure. And throughout the holidays, you know, we're going to go back and look at some reels and I'm going to create a path for this amazing lady, for you all, so you can be ready because the book that we're going to be talking about tonight, and as we go through the next couple of months, you're going to have the opportunity to meet the contributing authors that are a part of the volume two. And so those of you that are tuning in tonight, I need you, as I always tell you, jot down uh, these book and these authors, put them on post-it note, put it some around, put it around. So I want you to, uh, as I say, have it in your visual because it may, it's not always just for you. It may be for one of your coworkers. It can be one of your, um, you know, you may be a coach or uh, a teacher uh, in the professional field or just everyday mom, you know, uh, leader in ministry. And you will find that you'll find some nuggets out of these books. And tonight, I believe that you and I, we had this discussion, how, give us a background, how you um, became, and of course, you are um, in a very leading position at your company. You're a chief informational officer. And so give us a little bit of background, how you got to this space that we're in right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I actually kind of found the joy of technology in, in, in high school. I actually even took my first class because I like to type. So I took my first programming class after I took my typing class. And um, and I and I liked the the idea, the concept of whatever I could I could maneuver, what I could do and program in this computer could make something work. So I could see the 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 fruit of my labor and the different things that was happening as we were programming. And so I went to college for um, business management um, and information technology. So life was life and and I didn't quite get to finish college. And I went in a totally different direction than technology. And several years later, I was working at a job and I got laid off from that job. And at that point, I was totally devastated because I was a single mom. I just got a new house, new car. I was devastated. And um, but lo and behold, I, after interview after interview, I actually went back to my roots of technology. I wound up getting a few certifications and I landed my first job after almost a year, but nine, 10 months, I uh, landed my first job in technology. Now we went through that process. I just mentioned it like it was fairly quickly and fairly easy, but however, you know, as being a single mama was not easy at all, but I had to go get laid off from that position to go back to my roots of what God's purpose was for me to be in a position that he needed me to be in. And it was just meant that that position that I was in was just not where I was supposed to be. So I landed my first position as um, as a, I'll say, a glorified desktop specialist for um, Y2K. So we were hired at the actual state of Maryland and we were hired to go around the state and update computers. Because, you know, at that time, they thought that once the computers rolled from 1999 to 2000, that the computer world was just going to come to an end. 
So they hired us to go around the state and update the computers to make sure that um, all the software and everything was updated to be able to accommodate the year 2000. So, of course, that went through with no problem. I was a contractor there for about three years. The six months turned into three years. And I actually worked myself up from a, a desktop specialist from to a to an engineer, to a supervisor, to a director, to deputy CIO to actually chief information officer for what I am today. So I am grateful for the different levels and different steps and different positions that I had to take to get here. Now, again, I just said it, you know, like it was just one of those easy processes. However, it was not easy at all, Um, but um, it was definitely my blessing to be able to actually go through that process because each one of those steps, each one of those careers, each one of those positions was mm-hmm. a leading step up into the position of being CIO. And so now being CIO, now it's leading me into other areas. So now I can be that forefront and can be that face and try to encourage other ladies because, yep. you know, growing up, it wasn't a lot of people that looked like me. So right. now I can be that face and try to help other women and and more specifically women of color um, and to encouraging and supporting them in a, in a career in tech and knowing that it is somebody, mm-hmm. you're not in this by yourself. There are more women in leadership positions and in tech positions. And so I kind of, that's one of the reasons um, of the name, right, of changing the face of technology so yeah. that we can see that there are different faces in the technology world and not just a male dominated field. And and I'm glad we're having this conversation because um, I have a granddaughter uh-huh. and she's only four years old. And you and I, we had this conversation in our uh, last interview and in our last conversation of starting early um, uh-huh. with introducing technology. And you're, you, um, you and the other authors, how, how creative you all were and are with bringing it to the schools and answering their questions. Um, and, and then having uh, a mentor, you're mentoring these young ladies as they go through their journey and in college and, and showing up at college fairs and um, high school career days, how important that is, because let's be honest, and I'm older. So I, you know, this is so encouraging because our world operates on technology. Come yes. on, yes. Tell us about how how we take for granted, uh, and how you're saying is that changing the face of it. This, you're in the decision. Um, there are individuals that are in the decision making of whether how a, a cash register is going to operate. Or how Walmart is going to get all of their inventory completed. You know, those are things that deal with technology. Um, yeah. Yes, absolutely. So d- let's face it, everything we do now is based off of technology. Yeah, everything. Even at McDonald's, you're, you're yeah. ordering at McDonald's. We're now ordering on, on kiosks. On at kiosk. McDonald's, right. So yes. there's uh, almost everywhere we look, there's there's technology. And so the more, of course, advanced we are, the more technologists we actually need. Yes. So, and if we think about this, it is time to start young. 
It's time to start them young in elementary school. You have kids now that know more about phones and how to operate phones than we do. Okay, let's just keep it real. That's they can operate and you go to the kids to figure out how to do stuff now. Okay, so it's not as if they don't have the ability. Even when it yep. comes to video games, kids are they're on their phone with games. They're on their on their playstations or what have you with games. Yeah. They're everywhere with games, and so now it's that thinking about okay and playing the games, but let's think about creating these games. Why can't we be the developers of the games much, not not just playing the games? So it's important to actually start that conversation at a young age. And that's why it's also important to include uh, include parents. And so it's one of the programs that I do have. It's called Taste of Technology. And that is a program that engages young kids from elementary school on up to adulthood uh-huh. and, and sharing with them the different careers of technology, right? We have cybersecurity. That's How good. big is cybersecurity? Because the more technology we have, the more hackers want to get in and try to get what we have, right? Yeah. So you have to have people that are um, trying to prevent hackers from my cybersecurity cybersecurity. Wow. Group. We have wow. our developers that are creating software and creating these games and creating these different applications. Uh, we have the gaming within itself. So there's so many different um, career paths. And there's one thing I like to share with the kids is there is not just one. There's there's many. So let's just share what those are and they can kind of see it. Maybe this is for you and maybe it's not. So at these programs, we have different um, IT professionals to come in to teach a workshop on um, how to build an app, um, how to build a gaming system, how to, um, and cybersecurity. So there's so many different things that I just want to engage with them. And of course, we also have mentors and we have different pro, um, different organizations that come in to also support the, um, to support the kids afterwards, how to build a PC. So, you know, it's, it's so many different things that we want to um, engage the kids in the earlier the better. I don't think it's at a point right now where we're, we're saying it's too young to do so because I I, I, yeah. I don't believe that at all. <laughs> you can look at some of these TikToks and the little girl I have that, and just go right on. I remember I saw yes. a TikTok and the mama, uh, she was videotaping and she took her phone and she found her little video from the phone and <laughs> she couldn't have been no more. And I would say maybe about maybe 14, 15 months old. But oh she was working it. <laughs> she was. Those of you that are tuning in, and thank you so much. Uh, as you can hear, I'm in a conversation with the visionary author. She is a best-selling author, five-time best-selling author. And this, um, she is a visionary of the book that is called Ladies in Tech. Her first volume, uh, volume one, called Ladies in Tech, Sharing Expertise for a Successful Career. But tonight we're introducing you to Ladies in Tech and then changing the face of technology. So what we're wanting to do is just introduce this book to you because in March, uh, you are going to see it just be available to you, unfold for you. But I would love for you to join us in this journey 
as we go throughout the month, you're going to have, we're going to be laying this out. You'll have an opportunity to meet the women, uh, women. And do you have any, yeah, you got men, you got women in this. This is ladies, yeah. <laughs> ladies in tech. So you will have an opportunity to meet the contributing authors that will be a part of this amazing book, Changing the Face of Technology, Ladies in Tech, Volume 2, Changing the Face. What I want to share with the, with the audience is, is that your, your, your facts here, um, as you're letting us know, is that although women make up almost half of the U.S. workforce, we represent 25% of people in tech and only 3% three, uh, 3 in leadership roles. There's so much more. Um, and the question is, of course, are you a lady in tech? Do you have an interest in it? And But what we're going to be looking at is uh, from the perspective of changing the face of technology. And that, of course, is knowing that the female and the women's position in the world of technology. I am on tonight with the visionary author, Kenyatta Powers Rucker, who is uh, a chief informational officer. Uh, she's a, a global speaker. She is a coach. And tonight we are talking about the upcoming anthology volume two project. Uh, before we go into our next next part of our conversation, our interview, I uh, just want to share with you all uh, one of our sponsors. And uh, let's see who is sponsoring us on tonight. It is the amazing couple, Keith and Dr. Contandria Demps. They have a book that is called Cooking to Heal. Stay tuned and we'll be sharing their information with you. And we'll be right back. <music> And yes, today's podcast is sponsored by Cooking to Heal book by Keith L. and Katandria L. Demps. They are a Christian couple, a devotional journal on how food can bring love and healing. Just simply go to www.cookingtohealbook.com. Again, that is www.cookingtohealbook.com. Now, as I mentioned earlier, we are on with the visionary author. She's stopping by to uh, just give us a glance of what you all can expect over the next few months. We're about to enter into 2024, y'all. And I, as she was talking earlier, her journey began whenever they were talking about the Y2K. Now, if y'all not old enough to know what that is, come on. <laughs> Can y'all tell us, tell our audience, what is Y2K? <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know. 
<laughs> I'm going to say that, that. Listen, I know y'all are some intelligent people out there, but she going to take us back. <laughs> <laughs> so Y2K was an era of when uh, we thought, I'm going to say the industry, tech industry was thinking that oh, they did. didn't know how the computer systems was going to roll over from 1999 to the year of 2000. Right. So it wasn't quite sure if there would be a computer world which was going to come to an end and everything was going to crash. There was a lot of buzz where they spent dollars to actually get people to make sure that everything was going to be in compliance yep. to, uh, become 2000. So yep. they had us in like 97, 1998, um, 1998 to go around the state yep. and update all of the computers to be ready for 2000. So it was one of those, and I, I guess a, a Y2K came in of 2K of 2000, year right. 2000. 2000, uh, right. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, it was it was a big buzz back in 1998, 99. <laughs> it was. Y'all remember Prince came out with the song 1999. Was it 1999? Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. We, we're really talking about way back then, right? <laughs> I remember I used to work for, I used to work in the, um, cash office of Win dixie and it was in that year it was 1999 i worked there probably for about two years and because of what i did i made sure all the pricing and everything was proper in the store that was my role that was my job outside of cashiering and yes Win dixie is right okay so yeah and yeah we're talking about the grocery store <laughs> i'm telling you we stayed in there until probably six o'clock in the morning of year 2000 i spent my new year's night in the store waiting for something to happen <laughs> <laughs> and, and guess what us count money and making sure all the registers and everything was in place go ahead <laughs> Nothing happened. Okay. Nothing happened. We rolled over from 1999 and nothing happened. Nothing happened. Uh New York City and uh, the time, the 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 clock and the and the ball dropped and everything. Everybody was a-okay. Yes, everybody was just fine. There was no catastrophes. Exactly. And here we sit 23 years later, you all. Yes. And yes. what an amazing, I think, journey that we all have had when we think about 23, 23 years have been a long, that's a long time. Yeah. A lot can happen in 23 years, but we're very blessed and fortunate. And we just thank God for him bringing us to this space. At this time, uh, as I was mentioning, and we talked about some of the facts that, um, that you will be hearing um, women that will be sharing their experiences. They'll be sharing uh, some of the takeaways. And so that's what we're going to be talking about now. We'll have this discussion. What can we be expecting? Uh, I know um, it, the book is still formulating at this point, but give us a little glimpse into what we might be expecting come when the book is released. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it's changing the face. I, I really wanted to focus on highlighting the women and their journeys in the tech field. And we talk about changing the face. I'll never forget, I um, in the first book, one of the authors, um, we actually worked together 
And she said, um, when she came in, she was fairly young and she came in and she saw me as the CIO and several of my um, other deputies are also female and also um, African-American. And so when she saw us as in leadership, I also have, uh, also have males um, as, as well, but we all also have probably more than the norm of women. And when she saw me and other women in um, leadership positions, she's fairly new to the tech world. So she's thinking that that was part of the norm. It never really even occurred to her um, about uh, it being a male dominated field because of what she was used to was women in tech and women being in leadership. And so that kind of that resonated with me because I tell that story all the time, but that really resonated with me because of thinking, how can we, it, that was actually, for, especially from her standpoint, like changing the face of technology, of yeah. more women in technology roles and more women in leadership roles. So in this book, I, one of the things I've asked the authors is for part of in their chapters is to share their journey. How did you get into tech? When did you get into tech? What made you get into tech? What is your career now? Um, what were some of the roles that you may have had up until now? What is your career path moving forward? So I want the readers to kind of get that there's so so many different, everybody has their own story. Everybody has their own journey. Everybody, I'm sure, did not take the exact same path. But I want the readers to see that there's different paths to take and there's different ways of doing it. People have their own reasons. People fell into it. Some people, uh, uh, their parents pushed them into it. Some people, it was just one of their desires since they were uh, uh, in elementary school. So there's different journeys and different paths and different reasons as to what, um, as to reasons why, why they're in the technology field. So in addition to sharing their journeys, we'll also be providing some additional tips and guidance in the areas of their um, their of what they're specifically assigned to. So we'll have like um, reasons to stay into tech. How do you stand into tech? Um, sharing how these maybe stories of the shoulders that we stood on to actually get to where we are and how we're encouraging the next generation. So there's different levels of different things that the office will also be including um, in their chapters and these words of encouragement so that other other women can see that there are um, so many different paths. Everybody doesn't have the same path and that their path is just as viable as anyone else's path. And I feel like the volume one and volume two that these um, volumes kind of mesh really well um, in one, sharing the journeys of how ladies got into tech. And then the other is also sharing different ways of how they were able to um, exceed, how they were able to be successful, how they were able to do certain things within the tech field. So volume one and volume two really complement one another so that they can actually be able to really help. Um, so it, uh, um, uh, ladies that's either in or ladies that's actually thinking about being in a career in tech. You're muted. I'm saying that is awesome. I want to share my screen, you all, because if, as we're talking about volume one, um, uh, Kenyatta, she has a holiday. We are right on the cusp of the holiday. And what a perfect time for you, not only to get the book for yourself, or maybe to purchase the book for someone else. So 
We want you to go to KenyattaPowersRucker.com. I am going to put it in the chat, but I also want to share my screen. Do you mind if we do that? No, no, absolutely. <laughs> we that want, I think it's beautifully done. And we're going to sh just share, share the screen here. And as you can see, her holiday deals, this is this is amazing, you all. For the first, for the one book, of course, you get it's twenty dollars. Two for the only the low price of only thirty. How about going ahead and getting three? It's a great <laughs> gift. Um, and get yours at KenyattaPowersRucker.com. Go to the website. I'll be putting it in both the Facebook um, chat. And we'll also put it on our YouTube chat as well. And then we'll be uploading this conversation. It will be our first leading into 2024. I haven't uploaded you all on uh, Spotify because we were waiting for this conversation. So you're going to be able, those of you that are tuning in, in on YouTube, on uh, Spotify, go ahead and click onto that link and purchase your copy of Ladies in Tech Volume 1. So that's our little surprise for you all. Yes, you will be able to hear this. We're going to spread it out and you'll be able to hear this on the Coffee Conversation with um, Sandy on our Spotify channel, as well as CTR Media Network. Will The uh, streaming live will be uploaded in a couple of days. Um, let me go ahead and put this, <clears throat> excuse me, put this in here. Anything you want to share? Anything that we left out? <laughs> no, I think this has been absolutely amazing. Oh, well, we are having um, um, the uh, book launch. Okay. The book launch is, um, it's a um, ladies in tech book launch as well as the network summit. And I want to make sure including the prospects of the network summit because it's very important for networking. Also want to make sure that we have excess amount of time for um, to be able to meet new people, meet the authors, uh, meet with each other, and also presenting some networking activities so that we can better connect with one another. One oh. of the main things that I hear so many times from so many different people are asking for networking opportunities. Do you know of any events that are happening? Do you know of any things that are going on that you that I could be invited to for networking? So that really tells me that there is this big space for networking for ladies in tech and for, for ladies in the tech industry. So that's something in my mind of, of, of getting more of. But the book launch, March 23rd, be in Towson, Maryland, um, March 23rd at the Family Life Center. And it will be a book launch where you'll meet all the authors. And it's an in-person launch, of course. It's where you'll meet all the authors. We'll have um, a Ladies in Tech Network panel um, where we'll be asking and answering questions. We'll be taking questions from the audience. So there's some burning questions that some of the audience may have. We'll be happy and happy to answer. We'll also have, um, it would be, of course, some vendors and business opportunities. So we are excited about it. And uh, we definitely um, look forward to be from 12 to 3 on March 23rd in Towson, Maryland. More information oh. to come for sure. That is amazing. Looking forward to that. So as you can see, lots of um, great things are going to be surrounded with the release of the um, uh, Ladies in Tech Volume 2. And uh, as she mentioned, is, is that the book release and the book launch will be March 23rd 
with lots of activities leading up to March 23rd, starting off with my conversation and my interview with the visionary author herself. And we are super excited. I'm looking forward. You all look forward, look out for the release dates. We're going to be dropping that definitely before the end of the month, because we want you to mark your calendar to meet some of the amazing, amazing authors that are a part of this project. Um, yes, Kenyatta, we want to say hi to one of our supporters and they are actually one of our sponsors and, um, that is Swag Her Magazine. I see them in the audience. Swag Her Magazine. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, Lady, um, Francesca and uh, her team has an amazing team, Mr. Jamel and all of those. So thank you all for stopping through. We're always grateful for you being in our audience and just supporting. So uh, Swag Her Magazine can be found in both digital print as well as the actual print copy. So you can find Swag Her Magazine by just simply, you can find them on Instagram. You can find them on Facebook as well as YouTube, but just simply type it in, Swag Her Magazine, and I'm sure you will find it have beautiful, beautiful um, photographs and articles, and um, I'm just excited to be connected with them. Absolutely. Well, those of you that are tuning in, we have had an amazing conversation kicking off the, uh, the, the leading up to Ladies in Tech, Changing the Face of Technology. This is volume two. We've been on with the lady in tech herself, Kenyatta Powers Rucker. Yes. And uh, just super excited about what's going to be happening in uh, the months to come. And she'll be getting us ready for, uh, as you all know, we celebrate women in history. Yes. What a great subject. What a great time. So listen, she mentioned the city and the state and tell us it one more time. We need to go ahead and book our tickets, y'all. That's right. Uh, <laughs> that's right. Booking tickets. More information to come. Towson, Maryland, March 23rd, 2024. And it's definitely um, a lot going on in the month of March for Women's History yeah. Month. So we are definitely excited about it. Yes. And to be a part of that, of making history, because there are women that are making, um, you're sitting past. And 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 before, because y'all, sometimes if I don't say it, then I'll forget and won't get to sit. And I'm like, man, I'm, the young lady who you just talked about, for her to be part of the generation that is seeing women... <laughs> Mm -hmm. Like you said, she's seeing that as a norm. Yes, exactly. The, and and she is coming through, standing on your shoulders and those before you. So I thought that was. Uh, I heard it. I heard it when you said it. I was like, in, in my mind, I was like, whoa, that's powerful. <laughs> that is powerful. Yeah. That is powerful for her to look up and just look around and like, oh, there's a room full of women. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> and they are in leadership position. Yes. What an example that you all and your team and the women that she is surrounded by. I think that is great. So is she in the uh, upcoming book? No, she was in the first one. She was in the first one. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got yep. it. Okay. Well, listen, you and I, we could talk all night. All day. I, we sure could. <laughs> we could. We could. We, um, 
I, I'm I'm so I'm so grateful. I really am. You all continue to support our platform. Uh, as you all know, that I've dabbled. I'm I'm not dabbled, but I am a writer as well. But I have a new blog that is called Transformational Moments, and what that is is positive transformation leads to positive results. So thank you all for continuing to read our blog on a daily basis, and we hope that it inspires you, encourages you, and motivates you to work toward your positive transformation looking into 2024. And this is an example of a positive transformation, um, the story and the testimony and the journey that my guest has um, talked about and has been very candid and open and shared her journey into now being chief informational officer. And you you work for the state of Maryland. Is that Thank you. Yes. And working for the state of Maryland, what um, that God has trusted her with an entire state, <laughs> you all, that's phenomenal. But she's been humble and showed herself, obviously, uh, that God can trust her. And uh, we acknowledge that. And I'm so grateful for our connection. And um, I just thank God for you. Any last words that you have for us tonight? Just that I'm thankful to you and this opportunity um, and uh, just very grateful for having um, the, uh, a platform to share how important it is for having women in tech and women in leadership positions. So definitely um, want to be able to support as uh, much as we can of encouraging um, women and women in tech and, and leadership fields. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, listen, we're going to step off and listen, you all take care. Have an amazing, amazing night and day tomorrow leading up to um, to the holiday of Christmas. We'll be playing some replays and all of that. Listen, I may pop in on some lives here and there, but I just want you all to enjoy time with your family, enjoy time with your friends and reflect. And then we are super getting super, super ready for what God has in store for us for this coming year. I am Sandy Sanders. I'm the host and creator of the Coffee Conversation and Book Talks with Sandy, where our platform and our podcast, it is for authors, anthology book projects. And most of all, I say that it is for you. Why do I say that? Because you just might be looking for a good book to read. You guys take care. Have a blessed evening. Take care. Have a great night. I do have something to show you. I'm going to, we're going to back off just for a second before we end our broadcast. So listen, stay tuned.